It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 406 of the Talking Ferris podcast and YouTube show. Ben Fadden with you here. It is today tuesday tuesday i think tuesday may 30th 2023 so today was a wild day huh valley sport san diego last day of valley sport san diego padres get a win there's some other san diego sports stuff to talk about obviously at the end but yeah welcome on in you want to join the show click that link that is pinned up at the top of the chat leave your comments in there i'll get to them you want to make sure i get to your comment or your question you can use that super chat button. But yeah, just what a win tonight, huh? Padres, they get the, the 9-4 to four win over the Miami Marlins. Manny's making some progress as well. Ethan Salas, first game with the Lake Elsinore Storm. There's a lot to talk about, so settle in here. Just a reminder, just at the top here, you can click the link in my description uh, the Breaking Tea link for great San Diego sports wag, Wave, Padres, Aztecs, SeatGeek code, Talking Friars. If you're going to go to a Padre game or any sports event, feel free. Or I don't know. I don't. Do they have concerts on there? I'm not sure. I don't go to concerts, so I don't know. But Padres games, whatever, code Talking Friars on SeatGeek. That'll help you out there. $20 off your order. 
let's get right into it. So nine to four, it was close. You know, the score does not show how close of a game it was, but it was good that they made it kind of a laugher there at the end. Um, huge inning. I mean, the runners in scoring position, right? We know how much of a problem that has been for the Padres this year. Average OPS, you know, worst in baseball. We don't need to go through that. All the numbers, like we, we know it's been terrible. It has sucked. But today, they came through with six hits with runners in scoring position. Gary Sanchez made his, debu- made his debut for the Padres today. Pretty uneventful. Uh, there was one ball that he could have caught that allowed a runner to get to third, I believe. Had some chances to throw some guys out. Uh, did not, did not, or he did get a hit. I forget that he got a hit because it's not like it was a real hit to the outfield. It was a, it was a ground ball that, uh, he beat out by the way, I have no idea how he was called out on that play easily safe. And then obviously the umpires reviewed it and called him safe. Um, so I can't really say this is the Gary Sanchez effect because he didn't have really an offensive effect on this game. Not like he scored any runs or drove any runs in. But, again, with Gary, it's kind of like, hey, we'll try it. Let's see what happens. But with the rest of the lineup, I mean, Crony 0 for 6. I mean, Bogarts was even talking about it with Scan on the post game. Like, yeah, maybe Crony can get going tomorrow because he was the only one that didn't really do anything tonight, which is what he was uh, pretty much what he said. Odor went 0 for, but he scored two runs. Uh, Sanchez got a hit. You know, of the regulars, you know, Crony 0 for 6, three punch outs. I mean, yikes, out of the leadoff spot. And I was defending Crony today, you know, going into the game. Some were like, why is Crony leading off? Well, he got on base six of the last seven games entering today. But yeah, he was not good today. He did hit a ball hard. That was when Bally Sports was off the air. We'll get to that. There was technical difficulties there. And for a second, I think a lot of the Padres fans thought, well, all right, well, Bally's just cutting it early. They're saying, F you, Padres fans, F you, Padres. You know what? We're not in agreement here. Like, Bally's going to be done with you after today. Well, how about let's just get done, let's just get done with this early. But it was just technical difficulties with, because uh, I think the, there was weather in the area, so some storms or whatever. I think that's what scan was saying. So that was what the issue was. It got back up, but while, while it was off, while we couldn't really watch the, I could because of what I was seeing on my laptop, but on TV, couldn't watch the game. The Padres actually were playing pretty well. So maybe we just shouldn't be watching the Padres and they would play better. But I mean, it it was an encouraging win, I, I think, but it's one win at the end of the day. It is one win. They're now 25 and 29. They're still fourth place in the National League West. Believe it or not, the Marlins, they're second in their division at only 28 and 27. So the NL East has not been as good as we thought it was going to be. But again, it's still May for a couple more days. So there's still a long way to go for that in the NL East. There's a long way to go here for the Padres. And I still think they're going to make the playoffs. I'm going to keep holding on to that. Uh, But you know, talking about, oh, are they going to break a franchise record in wins and any of that? Like, that, any of that stuff can go out the window with the start that they've gotten off to, right? Uh, but, yeah, a huge inning, obviously. It was the top of the ninth, right? Huge inning. 
So Nando gets on. There was the walk. Dylan Flora was pissed off, by the way, with the umpire as he was walking off the mound. There was the walk. He gets to second base, takes third on the bad throw. So there's a runner on third with Soto up at the plate. Nobody out. Soto gets on. And then Bogarts comes up, singles to center, which was great to see. With runners in scoring position, obviously, you know, we're not seeing a whole lot of that from this Padres offense this year. But they get the single. Uh, Nando scores. Soto to third, made it 5-4. Odor brought in a run, made it 6-4. Carpenter doubled. I was saying on my post-game reaction, uh, because on underdog, my pick from my pregame thoughts was Matt Carpenter lower half a hit. And that definitely did not hit. Uh, didn't get that one correct. He had multiple hits today. But again, like I'm happy that I was not correct on that because it meant that Carp did well. Uh, he comes through with a double down the line. Uh, made it 8-4. Bogart scored. Odor scored. Kim had a sack fly. You know, it's not just hits with runners in scoring position. The sack flies with runners in scoring position are fun as well. Uh, Dixon scored. That made it 9-4, and then Honeywell comes in and slams the door there. It was good that they didn't have to use Hayter. Maybe they could they could use him for back-to-back games the next two games if they need them to. Uh, but shout-out to the bullpen. We can start with Ryan Weathers before we get to the bullpen here in this game. I mean, Weathers, yeah, he, was, he did not have his best performance, right? His final line tonight. Four innings, three earned runs, walked three, struck out four, gave up seven hits, had some really long innings, um, had a 30-plus pitch inning. I think it was, what, the third inning was that really long inning? So not great, but he still was able to get out of that bases-loaded situation in, I think it was the third inning? Yeah, third inning, strands the bases loaded after allowing a run. one nothing at the time. That was big. Tim Hill comes into the game. That wasn't after Weathers. Tapia came in after Weathers. But Tapia loads the bases. He obviously sucked tonight. But Hill comes in, and he only gives up one run. One hit. It's not an earned run to him because Tapia was obviously loaded the bases, so it's Tapia's run. But gives up one run and gets out of it. Gets a double play, right, to I believe end the inning. Had a strikeout of, I think it was Solaire. Huge. I mean, he was, I don't know about the MVP of the game because there were some guys that came through with some big hits, obviously. Bogarts with the, the go-ahead hit. The, just the offense in general was really big. But Tim Hill was one of the MVPs for tonight, that's for sure, because he kept it at a one-run game at that point. I think it was 5-4 at that point when Tim Hill exited after that one run that he allowed. Again, unearned to him, earned to Tapia. And then Nick Martinez came in. Wilson, by the way, he got out of, uh, I believe, was there a runner on third? He didn't give up a run. Nick Martinez, in inning, pitches the eighth, gives up a hit. There's a runner in scoring position. He gets out of that. He turns, he, he didn't turn it, but he got a double play turned while he was on the mound. So there was. it was a lot of contributing pitchers for the Padres today that were that was able to get the job done Steven Wilson in the seventh so he walks Gurriel Gurriel steals second base but then that was it Sanchez had the pass ball I did mention that earlier had the pass ball that ball probably should have been caught I know he was set up in and the ball ended up being up and away but still probably should have caught that 
Uh, runner gets to third, Gurriel, but then he gets Burry to fly out to Soto. So good job by him. And then Martinez, there is runners on first and second. It was Jesus Sanchez was on second after his single because De La Cruz walked. Soler, he got Soler to ground into a double play. 4-6-3, ends the inning, keeps it at 4-4. And then in the top half, that's where everything started, right? Nando walks, steals second, gets to third. Soto intentionally walked because Flora got behind 3-1. Bogart singled, made it 5-4. The Odor, fielder's choice, made it 6-4. Carpenter doubled, made it 8-4, scoring a couple runs. Uh, oh, by the way, Dil- I did not see that. I saw Dylan Floor was pissed off, but I guess he got ejected. I'm looking on MLB.com right now. I guess he got ejected. Um, and then late in the inning, Kim with the sack fly made it 9-4. So, you know, there, there were there were some areas, you know, if you know, there's some downer Padre fans out there that are they, they don't want to be happy about tonight. They're gonna say, well, Weathers didn't pitch that great. Offense still left 10 guys on base, but I don't really want to focus on that tonight. Like, I want tonight to be a positive night. Valley Sports San Diego's no longer a thing after tonight. Padres get a win. Now they can go for a series win tomorrow or the next day. Like, let's keep it positive vibes here. Um, We know the season has not started off the way that we wanted it to, right? But hopefully they can start to turn it around. I know it's just one game and there's still issues with the team, but hopefully for tonight we can keep it, you know, more positive. Um. Was there anything that Bowmill said after tonight's game? I'm just wondering if there's anything relevant that any comments that Bowmill had that would be worth playing here on the show. So, Bow, yeah, I'll, I'll play Bowmill. So, here he is speaking to the media after tonight's win. Dramatic pause. All right, here we go. We have the type of inning that we're capable of having. So, you know, it's good to see us string some together and, you know, do it a little bit differently at times, a little running, you know, sack fly, some big hits and so forth. Um, Just need to string a few of them together. And contributions from all throughout the lineup tonight as well. Yeah, no, that's, and that's how you put pressure on the other team. You know, when, when you have guys down at the bottom that are getting good at bats too, it just, it makes everybody throughout the lineup where there's not, doesn't feel like a break. How big was that sixth inning by Tim Hill getting out of that jam and keeping things close? That was huge. You know, Dale Cruz gets the hit and now all of a sudden he's, their two best hitters are up. You know, he gets a strikeout and then a double play ball. So that that was big. Got a lot of uh, momentum came back into our dugout after that one. The situational hitting has been better. It hasn't necessarily translated. By the way, before we get to AC's question here, I just want to mention, like, getting a win here against Sandy Alcantara, is that how you say his name? Uh, One of the best pitchers in baseball, right, at least last year. Not as great this year, but one of the better ones. Marlins ace getting a win and now you don't have to face as good of pitching the rest of the series that that puts the Padres obviously in favor of winning it to wins um how big is it that at this point in the season it actually starts to be W's yeah I mean when you're when you're not going to make up for a situation with bats with a lot of homers and scoring a lot of runs they become real important and and probably a reason we lost some games here recently too so um we work on it all the time 
Um, we have the ability to do it. Showed up today, like I said, hopefully we can string a few together. How much have you enjoyed being able to expand the running game? Yeah, I mean, we have opportunity to do it. You know, I, I you know, the, obviously with Sugar, that one, um, you know, at the time was big that we get thrown out there, but, you know, keep, keep putting pressure on them. And you look at some of the numbers for them and they're, you know, uh, stone base numbers against them and you know, try to take advantage of that. What are some of the benefits of stacking Tatis and Soto, given everything Tatis can do when he gets on the bases ahead of a hitter like Soto? Well, you want your best hitters in a row for the most part, and those are two pretty good ones. So, you know, we'll see. It's something that we've wanted to do for a while. Um, and, you know, it's obviously Toddy got us going and then stole a base, and that was huge there. Juan gets another big hit. So it's nice to have a couple of those guys. And, you know, Bogey gets some big hits today too. And once we get Manny back – Feel like we have pretty good dynamic. You talked about when you fall behind, kind of feeling like like no, you should never feel out of a game. Is this kind of the example of like what it should look like when you when you fall behind, still working those at bats and those kind of situational hits? I hope so. Yeah, I mean it, it hasn't felt that way for you know for the entire season, but it should. And hopefully, games like that bring back a lot of confidence that we can do that. Would you like it, Ryan? Tonight, long third inning, but otherwise, what'd you think? He threw a lot of pitches in, in four innings, threw close to 100 pitches. So, you know, the first inning was pretty good, and then they made him work really hard after that. So, you know, ended up giving us four, um, you know, behind when he came out. But bullpen came in, did a good job, and offense supported him. Well, Matt started pretty good, had a terrible May, big night tonight. Important that your DHs contribute that way. Yeah, we, we need that. That's what makes our lineup longer, deeper, and more and more productive. To where you can't just, you know, f- hope the first four or five guys do it. And you know, we need contributions all over. You look at the year that he had last year; it was it was fantastic. So, hopefully, he heats up, and hopefully. Oh, sorry, I was on mute. Look at that. The the top. Just looking at the box score here. The two, three, four hitters, Tatis, Soto, Bogey, combined for five hits tonight. Carpenter, two-hit game, good for him. Blue Nelly on the on the other side of it, tomorrow against the lefty, too. What are the benefits of, of tacking on in the ninth and being able it's to huge. You kept Hater out of the game. So, you know, it's you know it's a decision at four. It's an easy one at five. So, it, you know, we had to use Nick and, and Steven both today. You know, and to have to use your closer on top of that, if it was a four-run game, you know, we got a few games in a row now. It was big to keep them out of there. All right. So there's the last Padres Live post-game Bob Melvin reaction on Valley Sports San Diego. I don't know. By the way, I don't know if they're going to have pre-game, post-game shows now on whatever channel it's going to be on, whatever TV channel it's going to be on. Sounds like it might be multiple TV channels. Uh, bring back channel four. Um, so I don't know. We'll see if Mike Pomerantz and Mark Sweeney are still doing something there. Uh, or if it's just going to be the game. They're, they're only going to do the game. Um, I believe that announcement is going to come either later tonight or tomorrow. Obviously before the Padre Marlin game. So stay tuned for that, uh, what channels these games are going to be on. And uh, let's get to the Bally Sports stuff. Let's get to the Bally Sports San Diego stuff. What happened today? All the questions that you might have as a Padres fan, I'll answer them coming up after this.
Check out Gaglione Bros famous cheesesteaks and garlic fries on Friars Road. You can visit their website gaglionebros.com for their entire menu and enjoy their cheesesteaks and fries at Petco Park and Snapdragon Stadium as well. All right, so today, if you missed it, the San Diego Padres and Bally Sports San Diego, they are essentially splitting up. Bally Sports, they're not paying their rights fee, their TV rights fee, which was, by the way, this was the grace period. Today was the deadline for the grace period. They already had not paid it. There was a period of time where they were, the Padres were allowing them to delay this, and they didn't do it. So now the rights go back to Major League Baseball. And so Major League Baseball will be producing the Padres games from now on. At least that's what we've been told. And now through Sunday, the situation is they're going to be able, Padres fans, we're going to be able to stream the games on Padres.com, on MLB.com. We're going to be able to stream the games for free through Sunday. And then they're going to be on some television channel that has not been announced yet as of now. Then after Sunday, so Sunday against the Cubs, after that, starting on that that next series after the Cubs series, Padres fans can pay $19.99 a month or $74.99 per year to watch the games on MLB TV. That's after Sunday. Okay. You can after Sunday, the games will also still be on some television network that Padres fans will be able to watch. So if you if you already have like Cox or whatever, you already have somewhere, you should be able to still watch the Padres games not using MLB TV. But this is just for people that want to use only MLB TV because there are some people that are paying a hundred dollars a month for Fubo or something because they don't because they want to watch the Padres. They don't want they don't use Fubo or anything like that for any other channel. It's just the Padres. But now Padres fans can ditch that after Sunday it seems like and pay 19.99 a month or 75 bucks per year to watch the games. Just on MLB TV. You don't need uh to have all these other channels. It could just be the Padres. And I believe those that already have MLB TV, I already have MLB TV. Those that already have it, there's no blackouts. Blackouts have been lifted, according to Jeff Sanders. He tweeted that out earlier. They've been lifted. So what should happen, if you have MLB TV already, you should not have to pay $74.99 or $19.99 a month. You, you shouldn't have to pay that. You should get the games now included with that MLB TV package just alongside the other games that you get. And instead of the games being blocked out and you can only listen to the games through MLB TV, you should be able to watch the game as well. You should be able to watch any game in baseball now that is like on a regional network, not on like ESPN, because then it's still blocked out, I believe. But for games that would have been on Bally Sports San Diego, you should be able to watch them now on MLB TV. So that is pretty much the latest. If you have any more questions, feel free to put it in the comments for this video. I will answer it to the best of my ability. 
There are some questions about, is Don and Mudd going to still be on the broadcast? Yes, they technically work for the Padres, so I believe Scan's going to be on the broadcast. I would think there's still going to be a pre- and post-game show, but maybe they just don't do it through Sunday, and then once they get things figured out there, they'll they'll add it back on. I don't know about that yet, but yes, Don and Mud will still be doing the games. Scan will still be doing the games. Obviously, the radio is still going to be happening. 97.3 The Fan. So you can rest assured that you'll still be getting your Don and Mud. Again, streaming games will happen. MLB will stream them for free through Sunday for Padres fans. And they will make games available on television through certain channels. The Padres were scheduled to be paid $60 million per year on this Valley Sports contract through 2032. So obviously the question is, what happens now? How do the Padres get that money still? Or maybe they can make this into a better situation and they can actually get more money through another TV deal with another network or something. And how will they get that money back? I think it could go direct to the consumer, sell it through MLB TV or sell it through your own app, something like that. And you can have a bunch of customers do it that way. Because obviously, like I said, there are a ton of Padres fans that only get a cable package or something just because of the Padres are on that. That's how you can watch them. But now maybe through this avenue, you can open it up and MLB TV, if you only want to watch the Padres games, here you go. We'll sell it to you for a certain amount of money per year, a certain amount of money per month. And then it could ink a TV deal with, a, with another network as well. And maybe they could end up getting more money than what they would have gotten just from Bally. So that's something to look for. But that is the update that we have right now. Is Bally Sports San Diego, it is gone after tonight. And the games will be on a different channel, maybe multiple channels, but it will be free to stream online through Sunday, and they'll be on multiple channels. So that's what we got so far. All right, I'm going to get to your comments, your questions after this break. I want to tell you about the best and easiest way to play fantasy sports. It's Underdog Fantasy. They have great pick'em games and best ball tournaments. In pickup games, just pick higher or lower on two to five players' stats, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. You can go cross-team, cross-league, and even cross-sport. Best ball revolves around the draft, which is what every fan loves the most about fantasy, and it eliminates the hassle of having to manage your roster all season long, resulting in a fun and easy fantasy product. How does it work exactly? You enter a contest where you participate in a snake draft against other users. That lineup that you drafted competes against every other draft in the entire contest. The better the combined performance of your team, the more money you win. After your lineup is all played, Underdog will take the best performing players and automatically set them as your starting lineup. That's it. No waivers, no trades, no worrying about who to start or sit. After you complete your draft, your part is done. Underdog Fantasy offers best ball in a variety of ways, including daily contests, weekly contests, playoff contests, and season-long contests. You can either enter into these and compete against thousands of other entrants for huge prizes, or if you'd like, you can enter into a private draft with friends and family to compete for a smaller prize pool. 
Underdog keeps it super simple with their easy-to-use website and mobile apps. Sign up now by clicking the link in the description or by using the promo code TALKINGFRIERS and you'll double your first deposit up to $100 in bonus cash when you make your first deposit of $10 or more. So if you deposit $100, you get $100 free. If you deposit $10, you get $10 free. All right, back to the chat here. Ethan Salas, by the way, he has two hits tonight. I'm seeing on social media for Lake Elsinore. He doubled in his first at-bat. He This is his first minor league game, his official first official minor league game with Lake Elsinore, single A, high A's Fort Wayne. So he was single A Lake Elsinore. He singled in his second at-bat, I believe, off the wall. Uh, and then I believe he struck out questionable call in his third at bat. So that's the update that we have right now on Ethan Salas. This guy's going to be fun to watch. Uh, it's weird. Like I'm 20. So it's weird for me to say this kid, but he's younger than me. He's 16, 16 doing this. So yeah, it's going to be fun. It, it was obviously really fun to watch. Uh, when I tweeted out that clip in spring training, it got like over a million views of Ethan Salas, uh, that at bat that he had the hard grounder to second base. It, and him, I think he was catching for Weathers. He's going to be really fun to watch. Uh, so just that quick update there. And then with Manny, before I get to the comments, any super chats, if you want to make sure I get to your comment, your question, put it in there and I will get to that. It separates it into a different category, makes it easy for me to see. Um, with Manny, so today he took grounders, he hit off a high-velocity machine, and he's going to do that tomorrow. So he's making progress. I would think that he's going to return on Friday against the Cubs. It seems like that's the most likely scenario, but he could wake up tomorrow and feel really good and just say, let's go. Or he could do it the series finale against Miami and say, hey, let's go. I'm good to go. Um, But maybe they'd go back-to-back hard workout days today, tomorrow, and then have them have a day off and play, start playing again for Friday against the Cubs. Maybe that's what they'll do if he feels good. Uh, Manny, he did mention to Kevin Acey earlier today, I saw in his article in the Union Tribune, that he's not going to be 100%, but he's trying to get as close as he can because he uses his hand for everything. So left hand, it's making progress, so good news there. All right, let's get to the chat here. I'm sure there's a lot of questions about what's happening. Hopefully I've answered a good amount of them, but we'll see here. Yeah, Dan says, Bally's dropped the ball in the game-tying seventh going off the air. Yeah, so, I mean, what a way to end it. So, some fans thought, like, yeah, this Bally thing, they're just going to cut, they're, they're just going to say F you Padres in the middle of the game and just say, yeah, we're not broadcasting anymore. See ya. We'll leave this, we'll leave early here. We're not going to carry games. All right, we just won't carry the end of this game. We'll leave you hanging. But I guess there was a storm in the area. So there was even some stuff at Mar- at not Marlins Park. It was Marlins Park. Now Lone Depot Park, such a stupid name. At least they got the stupid sculpture out of there, um, or at least in the park. I think it's outside the park. Anyway, so they got the, they got the broadcast back working, but I guess there was stuff inside Lone Depot Park that wasn't working as well. So it was not Bally saying F you. It was just 
technical difficulties, like actual technical difficulties. But yeah, seventh inning, top of the seventh, and it just flashes on the screen, technical difficulties. And I'm like, of course. I could see it because of the feed I was watching on my laptop. Uh, but yeah, that that was interesting. And so I was tweeting out like every little video. Scan went above and beyond. Like he was tweeting every pitch, every pitch. If you go to his Twitter account, it's hilarious. He was like asking, all right, is it is it okay for me to stop tweeting now? Can you guys see the broadcast? He's great. But yeah, he, he asked here, can you see at home now, still need play-by-play, or can you see the game? And these are new tweets. It's not like he made a thread. He probably should have made a thread, but these are all new tweets that he had. I can go through them. Uh, let's see here. It started two hours ago, 5.35 our time. Nice job, Tim Hill, crossing or coming into bases loaded, no-out jam, and escaping with only one run cross and to keep pods close in this game, 4-2. Then he says Grisham walks and steals second. Storm outside may have affected our transmissions. Dot dot dot. Kim walk. Visit to the mound. Meeting over. Crone at the plate. Jake flies out to center field for first out. Tatis swing and miss strike. Or he said trike one. Misspelled that. But literally like every pitch. Ground ball through left side. Base hit. Grisha safe at home on close play at the plate. Pods triple four three. Night is over for Antar. Uh, Shoe taking the ball. Skip Schumacher. Word in the building is that both broadcast truck went out at the same time after lightning strike. Or lighting strike is what he says. But I think he meant lightning strike. Soto at plate. Wit left spot on mound. Ball one. Sorry was strike one. Now strike. Or now swing and miss. 0-2. Line drive base hit to left. Kim scores. Game tied 4-4. Bogarts hitting. Ball one. Swing and miss. Strike one. Ball inside. 2-1. Misses outside 3-1. Check swing. He went 3-2. This, is, this isn't this is me going through the play-by-play and MVP.com. This is Scan. Scan is tweeting all of this. So, I mean, props to him for doing this. <laughs> like, these are like 100 tweets here as we can't see the game. Swing and miss. Chasing upstairs. Strike three. Tatis on third. Soto now on second. Stolen base and two outs. Or they're hitting. Like, all of it. And goes through it. The door struck out. And he's like, I have video and sound back now. Do you do you in San Diego? Okay, we made through that, we made it through that together. Now let's win this game. And then he hasn't tweeted since, I guess. But so scan was there for us. Good job by him. All right, George asks, any word on what will happen with the Padres live pregame and postgame shows? Will they still be a broadcast? Are Mike and Mark looking for a job? Don't know that there there hasn't been clarity on that. I assume that they'll still be pre and post game show. Like, is there any team in baseball doesn't have a pre and post game show on their regional network? I assume there will be maybe not tomorrow, but I assume there will be like eventually if, if there's not one immediately tomorrow, I assume there will be, but there has not been clarity on that. The only clarity is that Don and mud scan. They'll, they'll still be doing the games. It's just not on Valley. So, yes, Fernando. Fernando, will Don and Mark still commentate? Yes. No, we're not losing Don and Mud. Not losing Don and Mud. That would suck. But I think this is a win, right? I mean, Padres fans, you can just go get MOB TV now. Those that have it for free, you can just use that. I think T-Mobile subscribers, they got that for free at the beginning of the year, and now there's going to be no blackout, so they just get Padres baseball for free now. You can drop your cable. 
if that's what you have, or you can drop Fubo or whatever you have, and you still get Mud and Dawn. Like, I think this is a win for Padres fans. Dan says, hope Major League Baseball has a promise to still let TV providers broadcast games. The plan was in place in case something like this happened. Yeah, hopefully, look, my family has Cox, so hopefully they will, like, like, the game will still be on television for us. It'll just be probably on a different channel. Maybe it'll be on your view, Channel 4 for us, or maybe Fox 5 San Diego will pick it up. I have no idea. Maybe they'll just create a new channel. I don't know. but um, yeah, hopefully, if Bally had the games on your whatever you use, you should still be able to get the games for cable. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today. At LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Um, let's see here. Just going down the chat. SD Fan 44 Are the Padres games still be on MLB Network with the yearly subscription? MLB TV. MLB Network shows them sometimes, but I think if they show it on MLB Network some games, you know, they pick up some of those games, the regional network games at night or whatever, you'll be able to watch those games, I would assume, on MLB Network because there's no blackout. When games are on MLB Network, they'd be blacked out and you have, you'd have to watch them on Valley. But I think on MLB Network, you, you'd be able to, to watch it now. And MLB TV, again, it'll be there. So if you're, if you're, you mean MLB TV, not MLB Network, MLB TV, yes, they'll be there.
Yeah, Padres have those contracts to pay for. JD Third says, y'all pay those fees. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think they'll I think they're gonna be fine. I think they'll still get a new TV contract and all that because they, they, they have to. Sixty million dollars a year is what they were gonna be getting from Bally and now or from Diamond Sports, the, the parent company for Bally. And now they're not getting that. So yeah, they gotta find a way. I don't know what's gonna happen this year, because Maybe they'll get all $60 million this year, and Valley's saying, yeah, we'll pay you that, and now we're just not going to be a partnership after. Um, or it's like prorated, if that makes sense, kind of like some player contracts, and Valley only paid them $20 million this year because they're a third of the way through the season. You know, We'll see. So short-term, Padres might be losing money here, but long-term, I think they'll be able to make it up, and maybe they'll even make more money than what they would have gotten. I guess this was a team-friendly TV contract uh, because Bally was losing money, I guess, on this. We'll see what happens. Jay says, bring back Fox Sports San Diego. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, Fox Sports San Diego turned into Bally, so it wouldn't be that. Just put them on Channel 4, really. Right? I think that'd be fine. Instead of Channel 4 SD, 4 HD. I know it's your view, but how about just make Padres... You know how the Yankees have Yes, Yes, or Yankees Entertainment Network or whatever it's called? Or Yankees Entertainment Station or whatever it's called. Because it's not Yen, it's Yes. Whatever. Yankees Entertainment and Sports, whatever it's called. Um, why, don't, why don't the Padres just do that? I know, here, I have a great idea. Have the Padres make their own network, broadcast the games there. You can have um, San Diego Loyal games. I know there's a probably a contract there. They've had some games on Fox. They've had some games on Channel 6, I think, at least from my, in my family, it's Channel 6. How about Padres games? Have the Loyal be on that channel? Have the Aztecs games that aren't on like CBS Sports, you know, the early season games, put them on that channel? I don't know. That's just a thought. San Diego State football, uh, when they come in season and they're not playing on one of the big networks, put them on there. Early season games or whatever, those games that don't get picked up, put them on there. I think that'll be a good concept. Now, they wouldn't do that like starting tomorrow, I wouldn't think, but I think that would be cool. Just have a San Diego sports network instead of it being Bally. With Bally, it was Padres games, it was Padres POV, and that's it, right? The rest of the time, it was replays of the Padres game, which I'm fine with. It was replays of the Padres game, and it was some random Bally sports, general sports show, right? What was it called? The Rally? Something like that? Yeah, so I think that'd be a good idea. Or maybe during the day, they could have some of the sports radio shows in town be broadcast on that Padres network. You could just have the just have 97.3 The Fan, their broadcast, be put on the Padres network because they're the Padres radio network. Have it be broadcast on there. I don't know. Or if 97.3 The Fan doesn't want that, they can have San Diego Sports 760 have their broadcast on there. 
I think that would be a cool idea. Uh, Dan asks, is Salah 16 yet? Yes, he is 16. That's his age. When is his birthday? Is that like public knowledge? Ethan Salah's birthday. It should be, right? June 1st. So Thursday. Thursday, he turns 17. All right. So he just got his driver's license, I assume. He looks just – he. I was looking at some of the pictures today from him in Lake Elsinore. He looks like a younger Juan Soto. Iron Swan says we better get free playoff games for this. Well, the playoff games aren't on, like, Bally. Like, last year they weren't on Bally. So I don't know about that. The playoff games are going to be on Fox, TBS, FS1. That's that's where the games are on. Uh, I think ESPN might carry some of the wild card games, right? That's where they're on. So I don't think that's going to change. I think this is for regular season games. JD's third. Your family has what, Ben? (laughs) (coughs) Stop. Irie says, not everyone can afford $20 a month app added on top of everything else. Smarter idea is Amazon Prime. Everyone has it already. I don't know about everyone. Uh, Maybe that happens. Maybe they put the games on Apple TV Plus. I don't know. Well, for straight, I think the games, what the Potters are going to do, they're going to put the games on TV somewhere, some channel, and then you're going to be able to stream them for free through Sunday on MLB TV, MLB app, MLB.com, Potters.com. And then after that, you pay that and you can stream them on there. That's what they're going to do. I don't think they're going to make like a, a separate app to stream, at least for this year. It's just going to be on the MLB app. Yeah, I mean, good point by Austin. They will be able to gain more fans due to no blackouts. I I mean, I think more viewers. I don't know about more fans. I think Padres fans, like even if they're not watching, maybe they're watching on uh, a different stream, getting a login from someone. I don't know. They're watching on a different stream or they're still following the team. They're going and watching all the highlights after the game is done or they're listening on radio. They're paying attention to the team. Maybe have season tickets. They're, they're paying attention to the team, so I don't know about gaining more fans with no blackouts, uh, but I think maybe more Padres fans will watch it. Neil says, there are a ton of cord cutters who don't want to pay for live TV just for regional sports, so all the new customers who will pay $20 a month or $75 once and don't have to pay for live TV service to get. Yeah, I mean, look, those cord cutters, I I think this is good for them, right? Because they they don't have to pay as much for uh, a bunch of channels when they're only watching one, you know? They can pay 20 bucks a month. 
or $75 once. I think it's good for them. I think it's good for everyone. Those that have the cord still, they still have cable. They can watch the games on there like they'll be able to. And those that don't, you have an option, a better option now. Just going through the chat here. Yep, MLB TV is free until Sunday, through Sunday, through Sunday, through that Cubs series. Ryan says, what if I'm a member of MLB TV? Then you should get the games included now. You won't have to pay more, hopefully. If they, if they make people pay, so you paid however much it costs for MLB TV for the year. And now you have to pay more for the Padres. That doesn't make sense. You should you should just get the Padres included because you can watch every other game. You should get the Padres included with that. So I don't think you're gonna have to pay anything. Those that have MLB TV already. So that that's good for you guys. Good for someone like myself. All right. Let's get to some other San Diego sports stuff here before getting out of here. Any more comments? I'll get to them. Don't worry. Uh, but there was a there was an announcement today from another Aztec. We were waiting on him, Lamont Butler. He committed back to San Diego State. He wasn't going to transfer. He wasn't going to declare for the draft, or he wasn't going to stay in the, the draft process. Didn't go to the combine. He announced that he's coming back for a senior season. I think he has two more seasons technically because of the COVID year after his senior year. But he's coming back for his senior season. We were waiting on Jane Ledee. And I assume that, yeah, Ledee's going to come back. But we can't exhale until it happens. Well, it happened today. He posted on Instagram, let's run it back. It's great. He's coming back. So now, so the Aztecs, they're almost set. They're probably going to bring in one more big guy, I would think. Dutcher usually leaves that scholarships, one of the scholarship spots open. I think most years he has. And so I would expect one more guy to come in. But now, I'm not counting the freshmen, the incoming freshmen, but now the guard spots, they look good. Lamont Butler, Darion Trammell, Micah Parrish, uh, Reese Dixon Waters. And then you have Ladee. Who will be starting, you would imagine? You have Jay Powell, who's coming in. Miles Bird, who's now, I think, a sophomore. Elijah Saunders. Demarche Johnson. They've got some depth, again. And that's what San Diego State is, right? Last year, you know, they had Matt Bradley. They had Adam Seiko. They had Mensa, a rope, Johnson. Like, there's there is a good amount of guys that are not returning. But there's still a good core of players, especially the guards that are returning, and that should allow the Aztecs to continue to have success next season. They're adding some, seems like, quality transfers. I'm not going to act like I know a ton about them, but Reese Dixon Waters, sixth man of the year, uh, out of the Pac-12, USC, right? Jay Powell coming in, someone that has at least himself said that he can play pretty much any position. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see how he looks, obviously, when – the season gets underway, and then the development from some freshmen. If they don't get the development from Saunders and Miles Bird, maybe they'll be in a little bit of trouble. But 
for now, I, I like where the roster's at, obviously assuming that they add one more big man. And so it's great. Ladie, I mean, the guy's 6'9", listed 6'9", 240. Averaged almost eight points last year, a little over five rebounds a game. He's going to be better than that this year, I would assume, because he's going to get more playing time. He didn't start every game for San Diego State last year. He was coming off the bench some. And let's remember, he had some key moments in, in the NCAA tournament. You look at the Elite Eight game before the Lamont shot, he hit a jumper to, I believe, make it a one-point game. And then San Diego State got the stop, brought it back down. Lamont hits the shot. Obviously, we all know what happens there. Um, and they lost in the championship game. But, like, Ladie was a big part. I, I saw some encouraging things early on from Ladie last year. And it, it seemed like he got better as the year went on and, and got more comfortable. And so I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing his development continue going into next year and it's great that he's coming back he's a guy that works hard you know reading mark ziegler in the union tribune last year somebody who, he, who wakes up at like 5 50 in the morning um obviously works out he is great it seems like academically um so yeah kind of like lamont i love having him in the San Diego state program so great news for aztecs fans there uh, and then the Wave, they play tomorrow night Challenge Cup. So it's not a regular season match, but Challenge Cup, their second Challenge Cup match. They won their first Challenge Cup match. It was a while back against Portland. Uh, Alex Morgan barely played. Um, Sophia Smith, I think, played the first half. But they play Oil Rain tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Go to my personal Twitter account, at BenFaddenSD. I think it's my most recent tweet. There's a link there. Click that link, and it's uh, discounted tickets, $13. We'll get you in the building tomorrow at Snapdragon. Again, Wave, OL Reign, second Challenge Cup match. We'll see if Mel uh, Barcenas gets some more playing time. We'll see if Amir Ali gets playing time. We'll see how much playing time Morgan gets. Maybe she'll get more playing time because it's closer to the World Cup. We'll see if we get to see someone other than Kaylin Sheridan behind goal, or in front of goal, I should say. Um, we'll see. We'll see the alignment there. I'll be interested to see that. That'll be happening again at 7 tomorrow, so that'll be perfect timing pretty much, right? Padres game a little after 3.30. That'll end and then go right into the wave match. So that'll be cool. All right, let's see in the chat here any more thoughts. Hopefully I answered pretty much all the questions on the Valley Sports stuff. Obviously, if you're just tuning in, Valley Sports San Diego, tonight's the last night of it. Games will be streamed for free by Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball is taking control of those broadcasts, producing those. Um, and it should be available on some sort of channel for the cable people, the cable fans that still have cable. They, they don't, they're not cutting the cord yet. Uh, it should be available on some channels, maybe multiple channels. We'll, we'll see. That has not been announced yet. Yeah. Just checking social media one more time. Don't see any announcement yet. Personally, I like the idea of having that like Padres station, you know? Now, I don't know how much money, like if it's their own station, they're probably not getting as much money back because there's no one paying them, right? It would be their own station. 
So they probably won't do that. I'm just saying, like, I think that would be a cool thing. Like, literally make it a San Diego sports TV station. You know, like San Diego sports full, not not what Valley was doing. All right, let's see. Yeah, Paramount Plus is, as I believe, where the match is tomorrow for the Wave. All right, that's going to be it. I don't see anything else in the chat. Talking Friars episode 406. Good win by the Padres tonight. Really good job by the bullpen, limiting damage. Ryan Weathers limited some damage as well. The offense coming through with runners in scoring position, much better than what they have this year. But it's just one game. Will they be able to continue this? That we don't know, right? We'll see. Hopefully they can. Hopefully this starts to turn around things, but we said that the Washington game with the Odor home run, uh, and then they lost the Yankee series. So we'll see. I think they're going to turn it around long-term, but I, I understand if Padres fans aren't sold after one game. And you shouldn't. You shouldn't. I'm just saying, like, I wanted to keep the vibes positive tonight because they got to win. Valley's gone. So we'll see what happens. All right, game two tomorrow. Series finale, obviously, on Thursday. Talk to you all later. Thank you so much for watching or tuning in wherever you're listening on the podcast platforms. I appreciate it. Have a good night, everyone, and I'll see you later. See you. Go Padres.